Okay, I'm obsessed with Audible because it lets you enjoy all of your audio entertainment in one app. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. And with female writers and heroines, celebrity narration, multicast productions, Audible has you covered for every type of excitement that you're looking for, including true crime and mystery. And I know all of you love that too. For example, right now, I'm listening to None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash reality life or text reality life to 500 500. That's audible.com slash reality life or text reality life to 500 500. You're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum card member with global dining access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Okay, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before, much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. The amazing Kate Casey. Welcome back for another episode of Reality Life with Kate Casey. And in this episode, I talk about a new upcoming docuseries called Shiny Happy People, Duggar Family Secrets, which aims to go beneath the surface as it explores the wholesome family's troubling ties to a radical religious organization, the Institute in Basic Life Principles. And in doing so, it unveils how the organization has shaped and negatively impacted the once beloved TLC family, which has since experienced a series of controversial scandals. William Gothard, Bill Gothard, is a Christian minister, speaker, and writer, and the founder of the Institute in Basic Life Principles. The IBLP is an ultra-conservative Christian organization, and the Duggar family from TLC is famously members of this church. The show features parents Jim Bob and Michelle Duggar and their 19 children, nine daughters and 10 sons, all of whose names begin with the letter J. Michelle, the mother, has a keep-sweet-style voice, very low, never speaks up to her husband, and the children are all in archaic dress. The girls have very long hair. They always have skirts. Their arms are covered. And the children seemingly never go on to higher education and all work for their father. They all are encouraged to marry young and to not use birth control. They frequently on their show discuss values of purity, modesty, and faith in God. As mentioned, they avoid birth control, saying they've decided to allow God to determine the number of children that they have. All of the children are homeschooled and access to entertainment such as movies and television is limited. The values presented on the show have been associated with the quiverful movement, which has also been described as promoting strict family conformity, male hierarchies, and subservient roles for women. You can go back and listen to my interview with Ginger Duggar in episode 607, where she touches on growing up under the principles of the IBLP. Bill Gothard's conservative teachings encourage Bible memorization, large families, homeschooling, aversion to debt, male superiority, and female obedience and conservative dress. The primary teaching is basic seminar, which focuses on what he refers to as seven basic life principles. And he claims that these principles are universal and that people will suffer consequences for violating them. They are called design, authority, responsibility, suffering, ownership, freedom, and success. He teaches that dating is morally dangerous 
and that courtship is a better alternative. He encourages parents to be involved in their children's courtship, which you probably have seen on TLC's The Duggar Family, and that a father should be involved in his daughter's relationships and should at the very least have the right to say no when a man asks to marry his daughter. He advocates, as mentioned, being conservative, dressing conservatively, discouraging dating and syncopated music, including Christian music. He's even warned that Cabbage Patch dolls are idolatrous. He's been the subject of much debate in Christian circles and occasionally in mass media, books and articles that have challenged his teachings on legalism, law, and grace. They've also questioned his handling of his ministry. The predominant method of Gothard is to articulate a major problem or an evil, and that usually has to do with someone's lack of spiritual maturity, their adoption of the world standards, or if they've committed a sin. And then he provides the solution. The solution is to apply his principles directly to individuals within the family. So thereby, he dismisses the importance and the God-given role of his church. As a result, he is not under the oversight of a local or regional church. He holds overall authority in which his congregation happily gives him and with reverence. So it basically is like a cult. And he announces his materials as discoveries, which means that God has revealed his visions, but only to him, a guy in the Midwest who's never been married and never had children, basically encouraging his congregation to give him total authority, even though he's never been married and he's never had children, telling them that they ought to marry young and without dating and have as many children as possible. And this is regardless of income and health issues. He conducts his ministry in the wide open view of the church. So using a family like the Duggars with a television platform allowed him to espouse his archaic beliefs. Total authority. And then convinces parents to separate their children from them, which gives him access to children and then ultimately gives short-circuited communication between them. So they grow up in the church and then as they get older, they're allowed to separate from the parents but go into a program where they're learning even more of his teachings. So yes, very cult-like. On February 27th, 2014, the board of directors of the Institute in Basic Life Principles placed him on indefinite administrative leave while it investigated claims that he was sexually harassing several female employees and volunteers. You will hear from some of them in Shiny Happy People. No criminal activity was uncovered, but an investigation found that he had acted in inappropriate manner The claims had been published in several different sites, including Recovering Grace, which is a website that supports former followers of his teachings. As many as 34 women who work for him have claimed that he had harassed them. He has denied the allegations and admitted no wrongdoing, but announced his resignation from the Institute in order to listen to those who have something against him. For the Duggars, On May 22nd, 2015, TLC suspended the series when the Duggars' eldest son, Josh, publicly apologized for having acted inexcusably following reports that he molested five girls, including some of his sisters. And these events occurred in 2002-2003 when he was 14 to 15 years old and prior to the beginning of the show. So on July 16th, 2015, TLC announced that the show was officially canceled and would not resume production. And a spinoff show, Counting On, 
aired in December of 2015 and was canceled in 2021 due to his arrest for child pornography. So again, did the family know about this assault and still continue with a television contract while their daughters quietly suffered? Josh was allegedly sent to a Gothard-supported program, not to a treatment program, one that was supported by Bill Gothard. His 12-and-a-half-year sentence had, has been extended for almost two additional months, according to the Federal Bureau of Prisons website. So he will likely be released in September or October of 2032. And shiny happy people, Jill Duggar bravely comes forward to discuss Bill Gothard's teachings and the impact in her own family. And while sitting beside her husband, she shares the truth about how much, for example, she was paid throughout the duration of her time on the TLC show. She was paid nothing. She says she was paid nothing. And she also believes that her name may have been forged on documents. This is a docuseries you need to watch. You need to watch it if you've ever watched the show. You need to do it in support of those brave sisters that have come forward, forever changing their life and their relationship with their family. Shiny Happy People gives the history of the IBLP and his teachings, how Jim Bob and Michelle Duggar became parishioners, and how their television show basically was used as proselytizing. Shiny Happy People, Duggar Family Secrets exposes the truth beneath the wholesome Americana surface of reality TV's favorite mega family, the Duggars and the radical organization behind them, the Institute in Basic Life Principles. As details of the family and their scandals unfold, we realize they're part of an insidious, much larger threat already in motion with democracy itself in peril. In this interview, I have Olivia Chris, the director and executive producer, Jillian Nasson, the executive producer and director of Shiny Happy People. All four episodes of this series will premiere exclusively on Prime Video in more than 240 countries and territories worldwide on June 2nd. I can't say this enough. It is a must watch. So here is my interview with the director and executive producer. I know everybody right now is on a health kick, and that's why I want to tell you about Roe Body Program. Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes, so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. It could be you too. Roe Body Program members have support throughout the process. Roe's partner handles all of the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to the provider on demand for any questions. And you can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. And this means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.com slash KKC. Sign up today and you're going to pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash KKC. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, 
accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Shiny Happy People, Duggar Family Secrets, a docu-series that everybody needs to watch. This is so well done, and I'm not surprised because the team behind it always makes the most interesting docu-series and documentary films. Please welcome Olivia and Julia. Hi, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. I feel like I have a PhD in Duggars after watching so many episodes of that show over the years, interviewing Ginger and deep diving, not only the family, but this IBLP. And I'm really excited about this project because I think what you have done is to highlight the fact that this is an interesting story, the Duggar family, but it's much bigger than that. So first, I have to ask you, how did you both become familiar with the Duggar family? Yeah, so speaking for myself, um, I was, you know, I think they're a cultural touch point for a lot of people. Um, You know, you know them from obviously the reality TV show that's been on for a long time. Um, So I had dipped in for a couple episodes here and there, um, but wasn't like an avid watcher. Um, so that's kind of where my familiarity was with, with them. Yeah. Same here. I just, I had, you know, they were the, I knew that by name, I knew like 19 kids and counting. And I was like, how is that even possible? Possible or medically possible. So I, yeah, I was more of an observer of them from afar, but definitely had heard of them. They were on, you know, on the air for so long. Can we just give people just an idea if they're unfamiliar with this family, just how big the show became became, and how they were became really well known all over the world? The show really exploded in popularity. I think there's, you know, a fascination with, you know, how can one woman have 19 children? And, mm-hmm. you know, I think it just became really a fascination for a lot of people. Um, you know, they were on Good Morning America and then, you know, the Today Show and really, you know, became a cultural touch point for a lot of people. Um, so, you know, kind of as they rose, um, I think, you know, what we ultimately explore in the show is like there was, you know, they there's a shiny, happy facade. And then beneath the surface is this insidious cult behind the family um, called the IBLP. And that's really, you know, the Duggars are a jumping jumping off point for us for a much, much larger story. And I think that the show really did a good job of sort of washing away some of their extreme beliefs by presenting a very happy family in middle America. And because of that, so many people had a hard time believing that the parents would be part of of a megachurch that would have anything but the best um, value system. So to understand the Duggars, we really have to understand who they lauded as the person that became their spiritual leader. So Bill Gothard, the minister, the author, and the founder of the Institute in Basic Life Principles, which is a non-denominational Christian organization that serves as an umbrella organization for several ministries. It has, of course, been described as a cult. And through this series, you do a great job of explaining their their practices, their rituals, um, and and the way that they look at subservience. If you could put into a nutshell, what is it about Bill Gothard that found 
people found so compelling? And what in his belief system is the most dangerous part of um, this story? When Bill Gothard was coming up, you know, kind of in the heyday of the IBLP in the you know late 60s, early 70s, um, there's a lot of social and cultural upheaval happening. And I think parents were really looking for a way to you know, they want to to get their kids under control. You know, there was, you know, the sex, drugs, and rock and roll movement. And um, I think that, you know, Bill Gothard presented, um, you know, kind of a, a safety net, um, which sounds weird. Um, but I think that's what uh, drew a lot of people to him. And I think uh, what simultaneously drew a lot of people to him, but also the most harmful um tenant of the organization is this principle of authority. So, you know, he presents presents it as, you know, you know, have authority, you know, have structure, um, you know, uh, you know, listen to God and God will bless you. Um, it sounds very good on the surface, but in actuality, um, this principle of authority manifests itself in uh, an umbrella system. He calls it the umbrella of authority. So, you know, the men are at the top with ultimate authority and then the women and then the children underneath. Um, so what ends up happening is, you know, you have male headship and ultimate authority and, you know, this sort of structure is just, it is just ripe with abuse. What's also scary is that it's not just people that meet informally in homes. It became over time more and more populated. So then this program included seminars for ministry, community outreach, troubled youth mentoring, and an international ministry. So by being part of this church, Jim Bob and his position as a television star allows him to basically proselytize. He becomes a face for this movement. And when you have a show, like I mentioned, where it sort of smooths away all the specifics of their, their, their church and therefore the indoctrination, you, you're presented with somebody who seems to be part of a faith, a church that is all about teaching how to be a better person and how to raise really well-rounded children. But in fact, if you scratch under the surface, it has this um, this belief of superiority where women are expected to obey men in every way. And this includes in the home, the school, the workplace, and in marriage. When you started interviewing people that were ex-members, what was the thing that you found most troubling? It's all troubling. Um, it's all incredibly disturbing and troubling. But I think um, the pervasiveness of the same type of abuse in every single person that we talk to and how similar it was. And, you know, when you think of a, a cult, you tend to think of a, a, a compound or a centralized location. Um, Gother didn't really have that. I mean, he had headquarters, he had training centers. Um, but his teachings were sort of the means in which um, this control was exerted. So um, I think what was the most, you know, sort of shocking and disturbing for me is that, you know, you could have someone who's never met Bill Gothard, um, but, you know, attended a couple of his programs and follow the same sort of belief system and ideology. Um, and the same amount of abuse happens just kind of everywhere that this culture touches. Did you find that when you interviewed them that there are still elements of the church that still has a stranglehold on their their faith and their emotions? Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, I don't think 
that people that have gone through what these survivors have gone through will ever forget it and will ever have it, you know, dispelled from their DNA. I think that what we found was a lot of hope that, you know, these people, you know, took the courage to get on camera and tell their stories is, is huge. And I think there, there was a form of like seeing people blossom on camera as they were going through the abuse and kind of seeing like full picture of like how they've risen out of it, but they always will carry it with them as a, as a reference point to have more empathy, to have empathy with other people that may be going through the same thing and help, you know, help give hope to those who don't have a lifeline or don't have, you know, any sort of infrastructure to show them another side of life than just this authoritarian, you know, strict, I was going to say regime, but Mm -hmm. semi-structure form. I, I think a lot of the people we interviewed also still have faith and they, you know, they go to their own churches that are different from IBLP. Um, I don't think, I don't think they're, they're in a deconstruction element in their life that still, I mean, to deconstruct, you have to have faith because you don't know what's on the other side. You know, when you're trying to get out of an abusive Mm. situation, you have no idea. I mean, how could, you know, when, when someone's in so much trauma and abuse and they're trying to find the courage and the strength to make change, it seems impossible because you don't know what's on the other side. So you have to have faith that somebody will catch you. And we hope that, especially with people who would speak to this in those exact words, that people will catch you if you, you know, have the faith to break out. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. When you choose Organic Valley, not only will you be enjoying great tasting dairy, You'll help to save over 1,600 small organic family farms who are protecting over 400,000 acres of organic farmland and all the plants and animals that call it home. This is dairy you can feel good about. It's great tasting, high-quality organic dairy ethically sourced from small organic family farms. To find Organic Valley Dairy near you, visit ov.coop. That's ov.coop. How difficult was it to get people to come forward? Because I'm assuming that this is a system where there are a lot of people that don't feel comfortable in sharing information. People are very close-knit. I mean, there's a moment where you have Brooke go and she spoke to Bill Gothard as an adult, an educated woman, an adult woman. And she even was 
having difficulty at first just being in the same room with him. So how difficult was it for people to come forward? And did Bill Gothard have any wind of this project? Every subject uh, that we approach is going to have a different comfort level. Um, so, you know, some folks were ready to tell their story and they're, you know, they've gone through a lot of therapy. They're at that point in their life. And some other people um, were not ready. And then some people needed a little bit more time and conversation and care. Um, and then that translates to the interview room, you know, the the comfort level, whatever people are comfortable with. So, um, yeah, to, to answer kind of the, the first part of that question. And then um, in, in terms of the the Bill Gothard of it all, um, he he declined to comment on, on on the series. Now we should also mention Bill Gothard is is encouraging his parishioners to have as many children as possible, which obviously puts families at an enormous financial strain, to say nothing of the physical strain of the of the mother. And oddly, he's never been married, and he's never had children. The people that have left the church since. Are they enraged by the hypocrisy? It's kind of classic cult leader, right? It's, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's just a mesh in hypocrisy. I mean, and promoting this, you know, lifestyle of having as many children as possible puts women in just such an area of subjugation um, and just further diminishing their voice and uh, bodily Mm -hmm. autonomy. Um, and then, of course, you know, like, you know, you mentioned that there's a financial element of it. You know, Bill Gothard, uh, one of his other core teachings is you can't go into any debt. Um, and think about how hard that is for so many families who have to have as many children as they can because that's, you know, that's the whole teaching. Um, and then not go into any debt. So you have a lot of families that are really, really struggling um, financially. Jill and Derek are filmed. And I have such great respect for her coming forward because it's obviously at the at the at the threat of losing connections to a lot of her siblings. They speak about how they were basically forced to give over footage of their the first child, the birth of their first child. And Jill believes that her signature was forged and also points out that they have not been paid. Jim Bob at some point pays a nominal fee. How has he not been been taken to task for child labor law violations? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think that's the question that the series really poses. Um, A lot of things have been swept under the rug that should have been looked into. Um, And then I also think it just really speaks to the culture Gothard created, you know, if the man is in charge and has ultimate authority of, over the, the family, you know, like one of our subjects, you know, pointed out, like, of course, he's going to take all the money. Um, so I think, yeah, I, I think once you watch the show, you know, I, there, there's a lot that should have been looked into that wasn't. I, I will stand front and the f- first person in line to make sure that the, the children that took part in that show need some justice. The last part that's interesting and most important, I believe, is the way that you frame this question of what happens now. So as, as you point out and you interview a couple of great experts, there's this new Joshua generation. And some may say, well, this show, Duggar, the Duggar show is off the air. But as you point out, there is a new generation of, 
of young people that are still part of the I, um, the I, IBLP who have social media platforms. Explain to us how dangerous that could be given the this church and what it has done to so many of its parishioners. Yeah, I think, you know, beyond, you know, I'm some people being a part of IBLP and having social media presence, I think it's really the ideology. So while somebody outwardly might not associate themselves with IBLP, um, it's it's the same ideology um, that keeps getting repackaged and repackaged over and over again as leaders fall. Um, so that is insidious in itself. You know, we see in the show the same tenets that, you know, kind of like this, these structures of authority of, of women submitting to, to their husbands, we see that play out um, on social media now in, in sort of the same shiny, happy facade that the Duggars originally um, came out with. So it's kind of, yeah, the next generation of where this is landing in, in, in modern day. And also not just in social media, but in positions of power because Jim Bob Duggar still would like to have a position of power in the government. Uh, he lost his last election. I presume he probably would like to run again. Who is now in charge? Is Bill Gothard still in charge? And when he passes on, who will take over? Because this is a, a church that has quite a bit of money. So Bill Gothard was removed from leadership um, after the allegations that came out against him. Um, there is, uh, to my knowledge, a board, um, an IBLP board operating um, right now, um, the, the, the organization. So I, I can't speak to what the future looks like um, for them, but I can say, um, and it is scary that they're still very much operating. Shiny, happy people, Duggar Family Secrets premieres Friday, June 2nd. Really well done job. Thank you. Thank you so much. That means a lot. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. The amazing Kate Casey. I want to thank my guests and remind you to click subscribe and leave a five-star review. Join the Facebook group Reality Life with Kate Casey. Bonus episodes are available at Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com backslash Kate Casey, where I will be covering more of the story. You can follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter at at Kate Casey, Instagram at Kate Casey CA, and TikTok, it's Kate Casey. And of course, you can get my must-watch list by going to katecasey.substack.com. Cannot wait to circle back with you tomorrow with another crazy docuseries. ready for an all-new season of survivor you better be because survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss better yet after each episode there's a brand new episode of on fire the only official survivor podcast each week we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments taking you into the how and the why things happened and this season we're very lucky to be joined by an expert the winner of survivor 45 d Viadaris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.